calling out around the world. Are you ready for a brand new episode? Summer's here and the time is right for the I'm in love with that song podcast. So let's listen to I Wish by Stevie Wonder. My name is Brad Page, and each episode of this podcast, I pick one of my favorite songs, and we listen to it together, discovering all the elements that come together to make it such a great song. You don't have to be a musician to enjoy the show. I don't get into music theory or real technical details. We're just going to listen, listen with a very focused ear to all the ingredients that went into cooking up such a great song. And this episode, we're digging into a real bona fide classic, Stevie Wonder's I Wish. We'll be right back after this. Stevie Wonder was born Steveland Hardaway Judkins in May 1950, although his mother later changed his name to Steveland Hardaway Morris. He was not born blind. He was six weeks premature, and it's believed that the oxygen therapy he received in his incubator inadvertently caused the blindness. That's a condition called retinopathy of prematurity. hope I pronounced that right. He was signed to Motown Records at the ripe old age of 11, where he was renamed Little Stevie Wonder. He had a number one hit with fingerprints, and his career took off. By 1972, Stevie was pushing at the boundaries within the Motown structure and demanded more creative freedom. Beginning with the 1972 album, Music of My Mind, Stevie entered what's often referred to as his classic period, issuing five brilliant albums, culminating with Songs in the Key of Life in 1976. In 1973, Stevie was seriously injured in a car wreck while on tour that put him in a coma for three days. He recovered, but by 1975, he was talking about retiring from the music business to work with handicapped children in Ghana. There were even plans for him to do one final U.S. tour and donate the profits to charity. But he reconsidered, and by August of 1975, he signed a new contract with Motown, a seven-year, seven-album contract for $13 million, with a royalty rate rumored to be as high as 20%. At the time, this was the biggest record deal ever made. Additionally, Stevie would be able to pick his own singles, and Stevie's approval would be required if Motown was ever to be sold. Nobody, not the Beatles, not the Rolling Stones, not Elvis, no artist had ever held this much power over their record label. By this point, Stevie had amassed a vast collection of new songs, and he continued to write and record at a frantic pace. Finally, in September 1976, Stevie released his new album, Songs in the Key of Life. It had been two years since his previous album. Now, these days, two years doesn't seem like a long time between albums, but back in the 70s, it was unheard of. Artists were expected to put out one, sometimes two albums per year. But when Songs in the Key of Life was eventually released, there were so many new songs that it spilled out over two albums plus a 7-inch EP, a total of 21 songs. The album debuted at number one on the Billboard chart, only the third album in history to debut at number one. The album spawned two hit singles, Sir Duke and I Wish. 
Written by Stevie Wonder, I Wish started as a song about war and heavy spiritual stuff, but after Stevie attended a Motown picnic during the summer of 76, he quickly rewrote the lyrics. In an interview with Musician Magazine, he said that the original words just didn't have the fun of the track, so he re-envisioned the song as a nostalgic reminiscence about his childhood. The song was actually a very late addition to the album. In fact, I think it was the last track recorded and barely completed in time for the record. It was recorded during a very late night session at Crystal Industries Studios in Hollywood. That studio is still around today, now known as Barefoot Recording. Bass player Nathan Watts had already put in a long day of recording with Stevie when he returned home late at night, got ready for bed, only to get a call from Stevie at 3 a.m. asking him to come back to the studio to record I Wish. Nathan Watts' bass parts are a key element in this track, which we'll hear once we dive into the song. Along with Nathan, the performers on this track include Stevie Wonder on lead vocals, Fender Rhodes Electric Piano, ARP 2600 Synthesizer, Vocoder, and Drums, along with Hank Red on alto sax, Trevor Lawrence on tenor sax, and Ray Maldonado and Steve Madeo on trumpets. So what you've got is a horn section, Nathan Watts on bass, and Stevie Wonder playing everything else. Interestingly, there's no guitars on this track. In the intro and throughout the song, there are at least three keyboard parts layered together to create an intricate and supremely funky performance. Let's try to break that down a little bit. First, there's the bass part, played on an ARP synthesizer and doubled by Nathan Watson as electric bass guitar. It's a really cool part the way it climbs up and then doubles back on itself every bar. Next, Stevie adds a second keyboard part, also played on the ARP, that kind of works its way down while the bass climbs. Then the third keyboard part comes in, playing chords. Also, the drums come in here as well. Let's play the intro again, starting at the top, and listen to how those parts all intertwine. The first verse comes in here, but keep listening to the drums all throughout the song, really. The way they're recorded in stereo and how Stevie's drumming is really loose. He's got a great groove going. Let's take a look at that line in the lyrics there. 
throughout the Songs in the Key of Life album, there's a number of lyrics where Stevie does some odd grammatical twists. It's like he puts the words in a strange order. For example, on this line where he says, Then my only worry was, for Christmas, what would be my toy? Nobody really talks like that. I think Stevie was more concerned about getting the syllables to line up with the right beats than he was about being grammatically correct. Then my only worry was for Christmas, what would be my toy? There's a chord change leading out of the verse. Even though we sometimes would not get a thing, we were happy with the joy the day would bring. The horns make their first appearance here, nestled in the mix. Now listen to the bass guitar here. Stevie wanted the bass to growl, so Nathan Watts dialed up the gain and added distortion to the bass. So when he slides up and puts some vibrato on the notes with his fingers, you get that really gnarly sound. It's a very unusual bass sound, but it really adds something to the song. Let's go back and listen to the horn arrangement there because it's a really effective use of the horn section. Leading into the chorus, they're playing sustained notes that stack on top of each other. But then when they hit the chorus, they play short, sharp stabs that accent the second and the fourth beats of the measure. It becomes an essential part of the groove. Find your best to bring the water to your Stevie gives us a really nice vocal breakdown here, building back into the next verse. I love that bass lick there. Notice the interjections and the ad-libs in the background there, the little hoops and hollers that really add to the live, almost party atmosphere of this song. That voice that says, you nasty boy, that's Renee Hardaway, Stevie's sister. You nasty Listen to how the horn arrangement gets a little more complex here.
Here's another one of Nathan's bass growls. And here comes a new horn part that becomes a signature element of the song. Nathan Watts is really going to start laying into those gnarly bass licks. One of the greatest things about this song is how it feels like a real band getting their groove on. It makes you forget that most of the performance is just Stevie overdubbing himself. Ask any band and they'll tell you one of the hardest things to do is to capture the live feel of a band when you're in a studio. Here, Stevie does that almost by himself. I Wish by Stevie Wonder. Stevie was only 25 years old when the Songs in the Key of Life album was released. It held the top spot on the charts for 14 consecutive weeks. It stayed in the charts for 80 weeks total and won four Grammy Awards, including Best Male R&B Vocal Performance for I Wish. I Wish is a celebration of childhood, nostalgia, and the simpler times of your youth, and there isn't a hint of regret in this song. Over 40 years after its release, the song is now a piece of nostalgia itself, but it still is just a total joy to listen to. Thanks for being part of the I'm in Love With That Song podcast. I'll be back in two weeks with more. Until then, find me on Facebook by searching for the I'm in Love With That Song podcast or send email to lovethatsongpodcast at gmail.com. Posting a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this show is always appreciated because that helps more people to find this podcast. So now it's time for me to shut up and let's all go dancing in the streets to I Wish by Stevie Wonder. You want to hear this song again, right? All the way through. So go buy it, stream it, or download it and support the music you love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.